Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me, by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's plan to make the rest of our life the best of our life. Before we get started with this week's episode, can I just remind you to please, please, please review, share and subscribe to the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you do want to plan to make the rest of your life the best of your life, take a look at www.gurgleit.com forward slash my best life and find out more about my best life journal and workshops. Welcome to episode 48 of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. This one's called Being Fit and Fabulous. This is our fourth week of coronavirus lockdown here in the UK. Can you believe that time is flying by so fast? I do hope you're managing to keep on top. My guest this week is Orlina Kerrick. She's a doctor, a medical doctor, a paediatrician in fact, and health and weight loss coach. The conversation that I had with her was recorded almost three weeks ago now, on the 6th of April 2020. Orlina is a Brit who's been living and working near Barcelona for some years now. We talk about making the move to a new country, changing careers from paediatrician to becoming a dietary coach. We talk about using this downtime to pick up old passions, hobbies I'm talking about, not people by the way, and old flames. And Orlina gives us some very useful guidance on healthy eating and living. And of course we've got this week's quiz question and hints and tips. But first, before we meet Orlina, as you know, instead of one handy life hack, whilst we're on lockdown, I've been googling around to find the best ideas to keep us productive and, of course, entertained whilst we're in this very strange situation. So here's what I've found this week. This week, it's five well-being tips. One. Listen to, read or watch something every day that will make you howl with laughter. 2. Stay hydrated. Replace some of your coffees and alcohol with plain old water or corporation pop as my dad used to call it. 3. Clean or declutter one small thing every day. A drawer, a handbag, a windowsill. Taking before and after photos just for self-satisfaction. Four, do one thing that'll make you glad you did it later on. Five, make contact with someone outside your home. Talk to a neighbour from a safe distance, make a phone call or engage on social media. Here's Orlina. My guest this week on the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is Orlina Carrick. 
who is British, as you will hear from her accent, but she's living near Barcelona in Spain. So, morning, Golina. Morning, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. You're in Spain, and we are in the middle of the coronavirus crisis at the moment. How is life for you at the minute? Well, Spain is in the middle of the pandemic. I think, in all honesty, we're just ahead of everybody. So for the last three weeks, we have been in total lockdown. We're not allowed to leave the house except to go shopping or to the pharmacy. The kids aren't allowed outside at all. And, you know, we've had our ups and downs and life has changed a lot. But in our little corner of the world, we are thriving and being very grateful for the things that we do have. So my children being together, I have four children. So, you know, I think they're really lucky because they've been kind of protected from it because they're together. Yes, we course, have a yeah. big house, we have a garden, the weather has now changed so that it's sunny. So yeah, we're just taking things one day at a time, yeah. enjoying the bits that we can. And as I say, trying not to spiral down into that negative plug hole, but spiral up into positivity. And yeah. we're managing yeah. very well here. Yeah. yeah. Like you say, we've a lot of things that are going for us. I mean, this for a start, the internet, phones, video calls, we're not out of communication, are we? No. I mean, can you imagine if this happened 20 years ago before mm. everybody had phones and video cameras and we would have all felt so totally isolated? Yeah. Although having said that, I also am really enjoying disconnecting a bit. So at my weekends, you know, I'm not on the internet at all. I don't have my messenger. Well, I say not at all. That's not true. You know, five <laughs> minutes to say hello to my sister or something yeah. like that, but really just disconnecting a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there are positives. I think, I think we have to you know, not lose sight of what is happening. Clearly, no one's going to lose sight of what's happening. But I think we can see it as opportunities to do different things. So for example, I have started playing the piano after, oh my goodness, how many years? Like 30 years I, I have played the I piano. Have. And I've started practicing. And you know, it all comes back, all those scales mm. that I could do when I was 18, they're a little bit rusty, mm. but they come back and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. well, it's 40 years for me, actually. But because um, I, I learned classically, and I was good as well, but because it was my nan teaching me and I was forced to do it. When she became ill, I said, right, I'm not look looking for another teacher. I only wanted my nan. And you don't realise at that age how quickly you will lose everything you knew. And it's just a little bit of fun, really. Just yeah. I do half an hour in the evening, you know, instead of watching television. And I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I always like to say we've got time to try these things again now, haven't we? So tell us what we're all dying to know. How did you end up in Spain? What's your story? Well, I trained as a doctor in the UK. So I used to work in pediatrics. I trained in pediatrics. And I always went into medicine partly because I wanted to travel. And so the irony is that I moved to Spain. You know, my husband and I always wanted to travel. I always had that travel bug. And as much as I love the UK, I find it a little bit cold in, Spain, in the UK. And we decided that we were going to move to Spain and we kind of just moved, I say, with our eyes wide shut so many years ago. <laughs> Sorry, and so I is, your, thought, is your husband British as well? Yeah, he's yeah, British yeah, as well. Right. And he, so he does coding, he does online stuff. So that's how we managed to move. I didn't do anything sensible, like set up a job or really find out. I just thought back in the day we were in the European Union. I would be able to work in Spain. And on one level that was true. And on another level, it just wasn't true. And I definitely couldn't just transfer my career from one country to the other country. And equally, Spain is very different from the UK in that it's a much bigger country with a smaller population. 
So it's much more spread out. Mm. So we don't have so many big hospitals like you do in the UK all over the place. Obviously, they do have hospitals, but they're all, for example, concentrated down in Barcelona and places like that. So, you know, to cut a very long story short, I say I accidentally gave up my medical career. And for me, it was it, it was really hard. And it was, you know, on one level, I was living this dream life in Spain with beautiful children. You know, you take a photograph and you put it on social media and we look like you know, a picture perfect family. But on the other side, inside me, there was just this kernel of like, oh my goodness, I've given up my career and I'd worked so hard to do all of this stuff that I really didn't mean to do. And yeah, I think getting that sorted within me was an interesting journey and one that has led to different places. So now I'm much more at peace. I'm building my own business. I'm doing other things. And I've got that balance. I say I have my dream life. Well, I had my dream life before, <laughs> before lockdown. Yeah. But dream life in the mundane things like, you know, I went swimming and would walk around town and go to the market, not dream life as in I own a yacht. I'd love to own a yacht, but right now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're all going to come out with different values after this, don't you? <laughs> so, so you say you built a business, your business is as a coach. And tell us what you coach people in. Well, right. So I started off doing online blogging. My blog never really did very well from a financial point of view. Um, It did very well from the point of view that I put lots of information on it and seemed to help people. And I really started with parenting um, because I had four young kids and picky eating because that tied in with me being a pediatric doctor and really thinking about healthy eating for kids. And hey, guess what? I had picky eaters. I just thought what do you mean you have picky eaters? You just give them vegetables and tell them to eat vegetables and that's what they do. But it turns out it's not quite as easy as that. So I was doing healthy eating for kids and then a year, probably a year and a half, two years ago, I pivoted to work with adults. And really what I do now is teach adults, specifically mothers, to tie in the healthy eating for children bit, how to eat healthily, live a healthy life and to lose weight if they want to lose weight with healthy eating so you know thinking about just basically leading a healthy life and thinking about how we can really avoid so many diseases like diabetes and heart disease you know people have this idea that illness happens to them and really and truly we have a lot that we can control now i'll leave coronavirus to the side because that has changed you know the picture a little bit but even so you still want to be leading a healthy life because if you're fit and healthy much more likely to come out of something like coronavirus well yeah it's it's i think it's a bit like cancer as well so you can reduce your risk of having cancer by leading a healthy life by doing lots of things like not smoking and breastfeeding you can never say that you can reduce your risk to zero because there's a certain random element in it and that's what i i'm seeing with coronavirus in that we don't really understand the mechanism behind it Mm. But it's still worth being healthy and fit and fabulous. And you get to feel amazing when you lead that healthy life. You do have bucket loads more energy and you feel amazing and think, hooray, what a wonderful day. What am I doing today? Yeah. And I think a lot of it is mindset as well, because once you get into the routine of thinking about things differently, my biggest example of this is alcohol. I drank a lot and I'm coming up to three years alcohol free. 
and it's only because it's not difficult it's just because i changed the way i think about alcohol and it's not difficult to avoid when i'm shopping or or if i'm in a restaurant ha 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 remember those days when we were in restaurants <laughs> It's not difficult. So the way I teach healthy eating and living is I talk about four pillars. So one pillar is nutrition. Mm -hmm. One pillar is exercise. One pillar is sleep, which is really important. And I think people are really beginning to see now exactly how and why sleep plays a major role in both weight loss and healthy living. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth pillar that I talk about is um, emotions and stress levels and you know there's so much interesting information coming out now but you're right the bottom line is that the more of a positive way we have of thinking about things it's just the key to everything so if we can reduce our stress levels that has you know a physiological effect on our bodies mm. and you know the i always talk about the thought circle the thought and action circle so our thoughts really influence our emotions and our emotions influence our actions. So for example, exactly what you're saying, the way you think about something really influences how you feel about something. So for example, if you have this thought, oh my goodness, I can't cope with my life. I'm so stressed. I'm so overworked. I need to treat myself to a glass of wine. That leads you to the emotion of wanting that wine, mm. which normally leads to the action of drinking the wine yeah yeah and it's addictive you, so then you want another one <laughs> yes exactly and that thoughts loop goes round and round and round and we judge yeah. ourselves on our actions as well and so if you're trying to break that circle then you might then judge yourself in a in a harsh way and go well goodness you can't even not drink wine and so then you start being critical of yourself right. and yes. then it spirals mm. down and down and this is what i call that negative plug hole that you know you're creating this loop of criticizing yourself mm. and being mean to yourself and setting yourself up for not being you know worthy mm. and you go down and down and down yeah and then you think there's no way out and you can actually access this circle in any of those areas so you can change the way you think about things and you can change your emotions and you can of course change your actions but actually the way you think about things is a really interesting and i think one of the easiest ways to do it and it is about self talk as well and it's the way you say things so rather than saying Oh, I've given up drinking. I say, I've stopped drinking. I, I was in control. I stopped. I haven't given up something that you can do, but I can't do it. Yes, it's how you frame it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you coach people online or is it a face-to-face -face class, which obviously we can't attend. Well, I do do group things as well, but mostly I do, like I have a 12-week program. And so... So the way I, I'm normally working with people who want to lose weight and I do three steps. So I do step one is what I call a reboot, where you're basically thinking about healthy foods, which is cutting out refined carbohydrates like bread and pasta for many reasons. But one of the reasons is because people who eat a lot of those foods, their insulin level goes up. And when your insulin level goes up, it's really difficult for you to lose weight because your insulin is um, like your fat storage hormone. And so for those two weeks, you really kind of have to retrain your brain and your body, particularly if you have carbohydrate cravings. And so it's really just about getting your brain used to this idea of, you know, I can enjoy healthy foods and healthy foods can be simple and easy and it doesn't have to be complicated. We're looking at fruits and vegetables and legumes and whole grains if you want some grains, mm -hmm. but really, and olive oil, olive oil is another big bit. So I sort of base myself on the Mediterranean style diet. But so that's it in a nutshell. And you do that for two weeks. 
And then step two is what I call fat burning. So if you want to lose weight, you have to give your body a chance to use the fat as energy. Otherwise, clearly, it's just going to stay there. And then step three is, hello, skinny me, I feel fabulous. One of those big things that you kind of talked about, you um, touched on, is habits. So, you know, once you're in the habit of doing these things, everything just happens without thinking about it. So you are now in the habit of not drinking alcohol and you probably have to force yourself if you wanted to do it because it just comes naturally to not do it. And that's where you want to be with healthy eating and living is where it just comes naturally and you don't have to think about it. And the key to that is habits. Mm -hmm. And the key to habits is not what people generally think about is discipline. People have this idea of, oh my goodness, you know, I have to be very disciplined if I want to have healthy habits. And that's not actually true. What you need to do is create the right kind of habits and you need to set your life up in such a way that it's easy for you to lead those habits and mm. difficult for you to lead the bad habits. So for example, back in the day when we could do things like go swimming, <laughs> I used to go swimming twice a week. And here in Spain, our children go to afternoon school. And I use that time or used to use that time to do things for myself. So I would do my swimming. So I would walk my children to the, swimming, to the school and then I'd walk down to the swimming pool and do swimming training and then walk back. Mm. So really that habit starts when I leave to walk my children to school. But mm. I'm not going to not take my children to school because clearly my children have to go to school. I've set myself up on this train and in order to not go swimming, I really have to make a big U-turn. I have to think, oh my goodness, I have to make this big effort to not yeah. do it. It's much easier for me yeah, to do it yeah. than to not do it. And just going back to what you were saying um, earlier about making it difficult to create a habit, people keep saying to me, oh, you must have tremendous willpower. I have got zero willpower. I, 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 can't, I can't do anything based on willpower. So... I know quite categorically, it's nothing to do with that. It is, like you say, creating routines, creating habits, you know, even if it's down to journaling in the morning, just and making sure that you're on top of where you want to be. Because especially now, all the days are just blurring into one. I don't think I know anybody who can tell me what day it is today. <laughs> you know, it's just a day. So it is important to keep on top of whatever it is you want to develop as habit going forward isn't it yes and i would say and another key to it really is self-awareness as well and i think that's where having a coach comes in because mm. it, it can be difficult to see yourself creating or not creating habits can you give us your website or facebook page or, or how should yeah. how can people get in touch with you well, I have my own podcast called Fit and Fabulous at 40 and Beyond. And my website is drorlena.com. So that's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com. Mm -hmm. And that's where I house my podcast. And I have various, you know, free gifts that you can have to join up to my email list and stuff like that. Right. Oh, fantastic. I will put all these links in the show notes as well. I have a question for you. If you met the teenage Orlena now, what is the one thing she would say, wow, I'm really proud of you for doing that. And what is the one thing she would say, oh, I wish we'd done that differently. I think she would be really proud and just say, you have created what you are wanting to create. So, you know, your perfect life, your family and working on, you know, relationships within the family and what I feel important within that mm. what was the second bit what would she say Ooh, yeah is there anything that she would say oh I wish we hadn't done that 
No, I don't think she would. I think she would say, you know, there's been ups and downs, but I think mm -hmm. the downs are really those learning points that out of those downs really comes the gold dust. So I look back on my life and think, you know, I had times when it was really stressful. I had four kids under the age of four and a half. My husband and I got really stressed. But out of all of that, I really learned about emotions and how to manage my own emotions and how to think about thoughts and emotions and really, you know, those sort of life skills that we don't get taught at school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I agree. We shouldn't have regrets, but it is interesting to look back and think, what was in our head when we were a teenager and how we envisaged things turning out. Um, I mean, none of us could have imagined this palaver that's going on at the minute, could we? It's, uh, it's very odd. And I think it's really about thinking about enjoying this moment and life as we have it, particularly mm. now in these times. I think it's a really good lesson to be able to go, wow, this moment now, I am sitting at home, I'm safe, it's a lovely moment between me and my children or my children are getting on nicely and really being able to count your blessings and enjoy now yeah. and not worry about the future, what the future may hold and all those goals and dreams that we have. Obviously, we want to work towards our goals, but actually right now is more important mm -hmm. than any future that hasn't yet happened. Absolutely, because my generation in particular were very much brought up on the I'll be happy when attitude and what a stupid state of mind that is like you say enjoy the moment now i think happiness is something that we need to generate from ourselves and that actually it comes from within mm. and one thing that we really need to learn is to not expecting other things and other people to give us that happiness but actually yes. just think okay here is happiness this mm. is happiness these small things the birds singing the sun shining my child smiling mm. these are all part of happiness that's right it's not from things it's from it's in your head, isn't it? So, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's been lovely talking to you. And I know it's, it's just such a strange time. I was going to say, what are you going to do with the rest of the day? Now, I'm sure you've got things planned, but I'm sure it won't involve going very far. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. I hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget to listen in to Orlina's podcast too. It's called Fit and Fabulous and there's a link in the show notes. Now, I just want to mention another link that I've popped into the show notes. I'm not going to drone on about it, but as you know, and as mentioned in the interview there, I stopped drinking alcohol almost three years ago and it's the best decision I ever made. I went from drinking a lot daily to drinking zero in eight days. Now, given the circumstances that we're in, I already know of acquaintances who have been faced with the double dilemma of drinking more than they want to just because of the circumstances, but also having to find the money to pay for that drink when finances are actually tighter than ever. So this link that I've put there will take you to the lady who created the course that I did because she is running a 30-day alcohol experiment starting on the 1st of May. Well worth doing. Click the link in the show notes and read what she has to say about it. And now for something completely different. 
<laughs> Remember that? Oh, should be able to quiz question, really, shouldn't it? Anyway, here is the quiz. The answer to last week's quiz is the Godfather. If you want to know what the question was, you'll have to listen back to episode 47. Here's this week's quiz question. Luxton and District featured in which 70s television series? My husband will get that. It was one of his favourite programmes. No Googling, remember? And I'll give you the answer next week. If you're not convinced yet that journaling can change your life, or perhaps in these very strange times of lockdown, you're just on a really strict budget. Well, guess what? I've published the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life Journal onto Amazon Kindle at just £6.97 UK or $7.99 US dollars. Because obviously, having published the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life Journal, I am going to keep stressing the benefits of journaling. And now, do not tell me you haven't got time. My journal is a year long. It's undated, so you can start it when you want. And the pages are big, so there's lots of room for a reflection and planning. And it's not just a diary or a planner. It's a place to write your thoughts and work on breaking bad habits and developing new traits and skills. And as I say, at £6.97, it's a snip. If you do still prefer the actual hardback edition, you can take advantage of my friends and family discount price of £23 rather than the advertised £33. All the links will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening this week. Remember the deal I offered on my Best Life Journal. The link is in the show notes and even if you had never before thought about keeping a journal, just the very weird position that we're in at the moment gives us another reason to need to write everything down. Who knows, you can probably sell it as fiction in a few years' time. Do look after yourselves and if you need a bit of company, don't forget that you can catch up on all the previous Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcasts. Stay safe and if we've learned anything by our age, it's that nothing's forever. These are just very, very weird times. I'll see you next week. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms, as well as via our website. So please keep listening and tell your friends all about it. Do follow us on Instagram and Facebook too. You'll find all the relevant links in the show notes. Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus is about making our life happier and easier. So if you do have suggestions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at gurgleit.com. Have a fantastically happy week and I'll see you next time.